0: Hello and welcome to a, another episode of Mav's Corner, hosted by yours truly, Kyle Klish. This is the second episode. Uh, if you listen to the pilot episode, you'll notice it was, it was a pilot episode. Uh, not, not the greatest quality, but uh, what do you expect? So, hey, you know what? Uh, cheers back in the day, I had a really terrible pilot episode. Just didn't get good reviews, and then it became the greatest show of that time, so not not saying that my podcast is going to be the next Cheers, but uh, yeah, just something to look forward to. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started and give you a little recap of what I talked about last time. I just gave you a glimpse of why I wanted to start a podcast, and I guess I forgot to mention why I didn't start a podcast earlier. I uh, really didn't get into podcasts until late last year, and also didn't feel comfortable talking about the Dallas Mavericks because I was busy at, you know, having multiple jobs and going to uh, school full-time, and I also didn't have time to watch every Dallas Mavericks basketball game, so definitely didn't feel like I really uh, knew what I was talking about, but now i've got myself a way to watch every game and my schedule has lightened up so i am really looking forward to watching most if not hopefully all the games and also be uh, looking forward to talking to you guys about it and giving you a recap of every game and such and previews so uh and i also uh went a little bit into my predictions i uh pre- I am predicting that the Mavericks will get 43 wins, hopefully more, of course, but I think they're going to get 43. That's that's the mark, and I'll be keeping track of that, of course. You can hold me to it. I'll be celebrating if they get 43 or more, and hopefully they get into the playoffs. That would be great, right? we we'll all be happy. So that's pretty much the gist of what I talked about last time, and so I want to build off that. and continue talking about what I'd like to see uh, next year, and uh, right now I'm looking at Luka Doncic's stats, and just, there's you know, there's so many things that you can pick apart with uh, stats uh, on ba.com and basketball reference. So like, in particular, you can look at the month of March, and his defensive rating was almost 120, which if you're not aware of how the stats work, the higher the defensive rating, the the worse that is, you can almost think of it as uh, more points scored against you, I guess, and so higher 19.4 is what he was at in March. His offense stayed pretty much the same throughout the entire year, but... After February, like like I said, in March he dropped down to, or he, his defensive rate went up to one twenty basically, and you know that's that was after, of course, the trade, um, that was well after the trade. Uh, I believe that's after the post, that's after the All Star game as well. So, uh, you know, he had a he he had his uh, hands full for a while, and I think that was the month where he kind of just. Let it all down a little bit, you know, rested and stuff. Especially in April, he didn't play that many games at all. He only played two games in April. So, would really like to see uh, the Mavericks play more games in April and more meaningful games in March and April for sure. Not, you know, get out of the playoff race that early. So, Speaking of Luka Doncic, he uh, he posted several photos on Instagram uh, today, like I mentioned in my last episode, you know, uh, KP and Luka have been posting pictures every now and then of them, themselves working out, and it seems pretty legit how his workout is going, and he seems pretty determined to get a six-pack, he promised, uh, I guess he promised Mark Cuban that he would get a six-pack before the season starts, so... Looks like he's a man of his word and uh stepping it up as far as working out so it's really encouraging for us mavericks fans to see those images and i guess it looks like uh delon wright is also pumping iron too apparently he's gained 20 pounds uh over the summer so you might want to check out his instagram looks like he's doing well and very excited for him i know he wasn't like a big name free agent but count me as a guy who's super excited to see him and how well he plays off Luka I think uh, he brings that great defensive mindset that this team needs they were missing last year and adding 20 pounds of what looks like muscle that's just that's crazy I got this to I looked at a few clips of uh, DeLon Wright from his time in uh, Memphis and Toronto and he seems like a good player but as far as physicality he seemed like a skinnier smaller dude compared to the others and I mean after this workout summer that seems like that's not going to be the case and hopefully he can rough up some people and can uh, make his way through some lanes you know with his power and drive to the lane that'd be great so let's dive into a bit more on uh Delon Wright's stats. So again, I'm on uh, nba.com the stats and looking at his numbers. His defensive rating last year both with Memphis and Toronto. It was 106 hovered around there, which I think that's that's pretty That's okay. Looking back before that Uh, 2017-18 season he was at 102.7 and if you go before that uh, 15 16 16 17 he was in the 90s yeah 96 to 99 so I mean that's really good especially in today's game uh, to see those kind of numbers and offensively, he looks like he averages somewhere around 105, 106, somewhere around there. So don't expect too much from him as far as the offensive side goes. We've got Luka, we've got KP, we've got Seth Curry. I feel like I'm super excited to see him as well, but we're gonna stick with DeJuan right here. I think that uh, it's going to be very beneficial to have him in the starting lineup with Luka and KP, and what sounds like it's going to be Dwight Powell, and then probably Justin Jackson. I mean, just the height advantage that the team's going to have against most teams, that's just going to be awesome. Defensively, and you would think offensively too, as far as rebounds, hopefully. I mean, I know there's more to it than just having height, but... uh, I don't know. Just Hopefully we can improve our defensive Rating it should go Up right <laughs> So looking forward To seeing that And uh, Hey we've got Boban too And apparently he is a really good Player as far as PER goes One of the best I guess he Matches up there with Michael Jordan I know it's not a Big take But uh, Should be Should be a fun time to see him as well. Yeah, so let's go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll talk more about another player that I'm looking forward to seeing next year. Stay tuned. All right, and we're back. And for this next part, I want to talk about the other side of the ball. So with DeLon Wright, the defensive side upgrade, I want to talk about Seth Curry offensive side of the ball, the upgrade. So how great is that going to be with Luca passing to Seth Curry and, you know, hitting hopefully 50% of those three-pointers, or darn near, but again, I'm looking at stats and this time I'm actually comparing Seth Curry to another player. I'm not going to reveal yet who that player is, but Just comparing the numbers, uh, Seth Curry, his three-point percentage last year was 45%, and his field goal percentage overall was 45.6%. Both very good numbers, right? Three-point attempts, he had 3.4, so just over three, so he made almost half those. Also, 84.6 on free throw percentage, so very good. Comparing to this other guy, now this other guy... uh, his three point percentage was 45.5, so very similar. A little bit higher than Seth, but really not much. Field goal percentage, 46.5, so again, just barely higher than Seth Curry, just by percentage not even. And his free throw percentage was 84.1, just slightly under Seth Curry's. So it's about the same numbers as far as shooting goes, right? Now, the other guy, he played almost 10 more minutes per, uh, game than Seth Curry did. Seth Curry, he only played 19 minutes a game, probably going to increase slightly as a Dallas Maverick. I'm going to just guess he plays in the low 20s, maybe 21, 22 minutes, maybe a couple more than that. So I think his numbers will increase. Um, Jumping to, I know we're talking about Seth Curry, so we want to look at his offensive side. But let's look at his defensive side, too. So, uh, steals, he had half a steal per game. And the other guy, the one that I haven't revealed yet, had .9 steals, so one steal per game. Then blocks, Seth Curry had 0.2 per game. And then the other guy had 0.7 per game. Now, remember, the other guy played almost 10 more minutes per game, so... That helped his stats same time i understand the argument of hey if someone plays like you know the per 36 minutes doesn't actually equate like oh well if he played 12 minutes just multiplies numbers by three right no the longer you play the more tired you might get things of that, like, that nature so obviously seth Curry's numbers will rise with more minutes but it may not be exactly that way Uh like i guess guy played 10 more minutes and if he played uh, 30 minutes so then like a third so add you know plus a third to Seth Curry's numbers maybe he gets close he obviously he's going to get closer my whole point is is comparing Seth Curry to this guy if you add the same amount of minutes that the other guy played it'd be pretty close right I mean maybe his percentage goes down maybe it goes up a little bit who knows maybe it stays the same but the other guy is Dan Green You know, there shouldn't be too much of a shock after I told you the three-point percentage of 45.5. That was, uh, I think that was second highest. And Seth Curry was third highest, so. Anyway, I mean, even the defensive stats, I mean, the steals and the blocks, there isn't that much of a difference. I know there's a lot more, to the defensive side of the ball, besides just steals and blocks, of course. Danny Green is definitely a better defender. I'm not here to... To vouch that Seth Curry is gonna be just as good as Danny Green, if he gets the same amount of minutes defensively, offensively though, it's it's the same, truly. Really, yeah, it it is. I'll say that. So, I know, in the off season, whenever we weren't looking for a big free agent and we were waiting on Danny Green, that was, that was such a fun time. That's sarcasm. You may not get that, but um a lot of us got upset that we didn't get Danny Green I didn't get upset and I was a little let down but wasn't too surprised since you know we have a great track record of uh getting free agents sarcasm again but we pretty much got what's what Danny Green brings except maybe the defensive side maybe not as well but I mean then just Let's talk about DeLon Wright. You know, I know we probably, possibly could've got DeLon Wright and Danny Green. And then we could throw in the Patrick Beverly stuff too, but I won't get into that. Cause we don't want to talk about the off season. That was dark times. So anyway, really looking forward to Seth Curry playing hopefully more minutes than 19 minutes that he averaged at uh, Portland. Looking forward to seeing those three pointers, you know, those corner threes, if you know what I mean? And Seth Curry's numbers were pretty good, and um, he played with Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum there in Portland. Two legit good players. I mean, Damian Lillard is a superstar. I don't care what you say, he is. So, um, I'd like to say that Seth Curry's going to have it even better here in Dallas because of Luka and K.P., yeah, if we're gonna compare Luca and KP versus Lillard and McCollum, there's there's uh, different arguments to that, different sides of the argument. I mean, maybe I'm a homer here, and I want to say I, I do. I want to say that KP and Luca are definitely a better duo than McCollum and Lillard. Lillard but Lillard and McCollum, they have they have the chemistry already set. They've been playing for years. You gotta give it to them right now. They have the experience, so Seth Curry probably benefited from those two more than maybe the benefit he gets playing with KP and Luca? Maybe. Maybe. I mean KP he's he's a center, so they didn't have a center there like KP. So maybe they play on KP more and they uh less pressure on the outside the perimeter so maybe that opens up seth curry and his three pointers so uh that's something to look forward to i guess i'm gonna finish off by just uh mentioning that i uh i'm recording through my my phone and my head my headphones i uh i do have a fancy microphone coming in so hopefully the sound quality will be better here in the next couple weeks and i'll be loosening up a bit more as i keep pushing out these episodes yeah just looking forward to seeing the benefits of all these guys working out hopefully they get uh more efficient shooting as well but in the meantime looking looking good to see uh Luca workout and Dewan Wright gained 20 pounds of muscle oh my god that's crazy he's gonna be, be bulging out muscles here quickly you know? oh my gosh so uh that's gonna that's gonna do it for me this time um again you can follow the podcast at at Mavs Corner on Twitter uh Shoot Me a message or any questions that you have, and I'll be happy to answer them. You can answer them on the podcast or on Twitter, both doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, and I guess that's gonna do it. And hope to see you guys soon. Uh, one last thing the schedule is gonna be coming out tomorrow, so that's definitely gonna have some good content. You can dive into the schedule big time and circle some special dates. That's that's gonna be a good time to look for. Uh, Uh, Looking forward to dissecting the schedule. So anyway, that's it for me. Uh, Signing off and have a good weekend.